Hello and welcome to the Sportscast podcast, episode 21. This week we will have a look at the international football, the quarterfinals of the French World Cup rugby, a little look at some boxing, plenty going on there. England's World Cup one day looks to be in turmoil, a little bit around Formula One news and some golf. Hello, how are you? Very well, yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. How has your week been? Uh, it's not been too bad. It's been a quiet week for sport, really, hasn't it? Like, not a super... <laughs> yeah, there's not, there's not been a lot going on. And, and not in a... What has been going on has been very good, but it's been international break with football, so it's not sort of much happening there. And... Um, and I know that the, you know, there's 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 sort of games going on and things, but it's still never the same. No. Where do you want still to start? Sir. Well, we can quickly have a look at some football. Although sort of results, England have played in a friendly. Um, I know they play Italy in in, in a group game tomorrow, and uh, Wales play Croatia tonight. But um, Scotland got. <clears throat> They played Spain on Friday night, and uh, might have been Thursday night, but they really got screwed over. Uh, Scott McTominay scored a goal, and he was sort of near the corner flag with a free kick, and he's he's curled into the far top corner. Incredible! He he scored two the weekend before in the you know ninety plus minutes for Man United to to get three points at home to Brentford uh, away at Brentford, and he's just scored this goal for Scotland and. They've, they've VAR'd it, the referee's gone over, and then uh, he's, he's giving, not give it for a foul on the keeper. And they confirmed this, uh, you know, within the referees, the fourth official confirmed they didn't give it for, for the foul on the keeper. But no one touched the keeper. Like, like, no one touched the keeper. So there wasn't a foul on the keeper. And then they've gone, oh, yeah, it's for offside. And couple of angles I've not seen it where they've done the lines but a couple of angles look um look off and look on so it's a bit bit of a hard one yeah there's but, been a couple recently I know we discussed last week I think it was Liverpool and Spurs was it a few weeks ago? yeah it was yeah like VAR you always like VAR to I, I've always liked VAR because I don't like the kind of ambiguity around like is it or isn't it? But like VAR should be definitive. VAR is something that we've got the technology, and I think the, the biggest Achilles heel of VAR is the assistant referees that are operating it because they are making some poor decisions and they are making decisions that are against what the technology is saying. Yeah, they they seem to. Like you say, they seem to want definites themselves as well with with their answers. But I, I also feel that you know there's, there's there's too much on trying to be perfect, trying to make sure every decision's right. Yes, yeah. and it takes away that you know you score. You know, I'm I've not been to a stadium for 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 a little while now, but you know you you, you go in, you watch your team play, your team score, 
you know, I've been to watch a lot of rugby and that's always, always been the case. But, um, you know, you go to a football stadium and, and now your team score, you're not celebrating, you're not in the moment because you're looking and waiting for checks. You're waiting for the, you know, you used to look at the flag, yeah. the flag, flag's all right. And then, yeah. yeah well, it's... I mean, you, you, you don't seem to get it much in other sports, but maybe that's because it's less definitive, like in other sports, sorry, more definitive in other sports. It's less definitive in football. Like you've got VAR in, or the equivalent in cricket. That's been in for years. You've yeah. got Hawkeye in tennis. Yeah. Um, or, or, or it's just a case of, in or out, isn't it? Or it's a case like with cricket or yeah, and and they're trying they're trying to come up with things in they're trying to come up with things in football where they you know they're like um you know we'll we'll make it so that it's it's an extra ten centimeter get you know greet you know um I'm not trying to the word you know but, trying to give them ten centimeters so you know yeah he's off but is it within ten centimeters all you're doing is just moving the line that's going how, to be jeopardy. Even so, how does how does a linesman a linesman? If you're if you're a linesman, you're stood on 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 the line. Well, it's the v, VAR that's given ten centimeters. That's what I mean. Oh, so, okay. I was going to so say they're it, like he's just being silly. I mean, we, we're so paying if, refs, well, if, then we're paying fourth official. Uh, sorry, sec, uh, linesman, then we're paying fourth officials, then we're paying uh, VAR yeah. referees. Yeah, and 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 we've still not managed to get a decision correct. No, and and all all that's going to happen is someone's going to be offside by his toe, which ha- has happened with Sheffield United Liverpool a couple of seasons ago, a couple of times. And then all it's going to be now is his foot's offside or his foot's in, in that ten centimeters, and his toe's just in a different point. You're not you're not solving it. You're just moving the point in jeopardy. That's so yeah. But it's it's one of them things. Rooney Wayne Rooney is the new manager of Birmingham. Yes, you call it, sir. Yeah, well, yeah, due to quite a lot of reports, but I think it's been very done quite underhand. I think, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to have been the the previous guy. I can't, I think it's Ruche or something, Karuche. Yeah, but he, um, he he's done a fantastic job, and he's, he's just been screwed over a little bit. I think, you yeah. Know, Tom Brady's got a bit of a stake in Birmingham City now, so maybe it's that we want a big name at the helm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Wayne Rooney's sort of managerial career hasn't gone off, gone up in kind of fireworks so far. It's not been, no. not been anything to write home about. But uh, good for good for him to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a North of England team. I'm pleased about that. Like, I mean, it's but it's Midlands. It literally is the Midlands. Well, Midlands. But... Yeah, anything North yeah. of Watford is North. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a kind of regional team, is what I would call it, rather yeah. than a London team. So um, I hope he yeah. does well. Um, they're in a, they're in a, they're in a good position, so we'll we'll know if he does a good job or not because you know they were in a good position. So if they if they do better, he's done a good job. If they don't, then he hasn't. He, you know, he's not taken over a club in disarray. Yeah, and it's taking time to turn it around. They're already in a good position, so yeah. you just got to go in and steady that ship and keep moving it forward. Agreed. So. Um, the Sikhs have pulled out of Manchester United. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Joe Jim and the Jim Radcliffe deal. Apparently, so is for only twenty five percent stake. So, I think that could be that done for Man United. I don't so what mean is that? Saudi Saudi ownership. Yeah, they don't want it. So, um, interesting, really interesting. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So that's there's a lot going on at Man United, but. That's 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 for another day. That, that the fans won't be happy. They they've been under the glaziers for many years, probably fifteen plus years, isn't it? Longer than that. 
Uh, yeah, it's about that. Was about 2004, something like that. Yeah, um, and uh, to be honest, like they were, they were with what's happened with Newcastle and the Saudi ownership in there. Um, then, then I think they'd be looking forward to it. But then again, new ownership can can also not work out. I mean, look at Chelsea; they, they've spent. Mm. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds in the transfer window since. I think I think I think, I think they have topped a, a billion. A billion pound, one billion pounds yeah. since uh, three, Roman Abramovich three... was kind of not forced, but he like he sold it anyway, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. In 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 three transfer windows, that as well. Three tra- like that four hundred million pound transfer window is insane. Yeah. And where are they now? Like something ridiculous in the bottom end of the table. Yeah, fifteenth, sixteenth. Uh, they've had a couple of back to backs, haven't they? But yeah, I don't know quite where it leaves them yeah did you uh catch this weekend's if we if you want to call it boxing you're welcome to i'm glad you've yeah teetered around that one if you want to call it boxing you can call it boxing it was on dan's and it was on it was youtube boxing wasn't it yeah Uh, it was jake was jake paul or logan paul i I can't which one was it jake jake so jake paul and um dilly dilly and dennis yes Thank you for for stepping in. Completely forgot yeah. your name, uh, and obviously KSI and uh, Tommy Tom Fury. Fury. Yeah, so big hype around Prime, big hype around steak, big hype around like the the the. the it's just basically a fucking money spinning con circus act, whatever you want to call it. But it is but, not but, boxing. It is not. But they are generating the money, and I, I don't agree with it. I mean, I was I was looking forward to the Paul Dennis fight, oh, purely because of their beef on 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 X that was happening around yeah. his, uh, you know, Paul's misses and stuff like that. And he's gone in there; he's not really thrown anything. I think I think he threw more punches at the security guard than he did um, Paul. You know what I mean? It's when all that kicked off in in, in the sixth round, right at the end. Yeah, I, I, it should have been a non-contest in my eyes, but yeah. I, I made a, I made some notes on this when I watched it. I made some notes, and 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 my notes say basically what the hell's going on. It, it just seemed super staged, and it just there was all those people in the ring, and not a single punch was thrown. Are they all kind of just there to to, to make the bit of a drama? Kind of, he, 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 it was a couple of times he rugby tackled him halfway through the fifth, and then he, he got him in a headlock at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Particularly him, yeah, and and I'm thinking to myself, like, what is going on? What on so, earth is going on with this? So, 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 let let me touch on the KSI Fury fight then, and then I'll go into that because apparently KSI's dominated Fury's thrown way more punches, landed yeah. more punches, and Fury's taking the win now. Now, boxing that comes down to who's on the front foot, who's controlling the fight. You know, you can throw a hundred punches, but if you land three, it doesn't matter, kind yeah. of thing. Um, Fury won. Everyone's a bit up in the air about it. <laughs> he needs to come away from this, but the problem is he's, he's getting paid two hundred times more than what he would if he fought under a uh, you know a WBC, a WBA, because he's not that good. But um, it, as a professional boxer, and you're taking these fights, it's a bit silly. Now, someone did make a point because so Dillian Dennis is an MMA fighter. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's had his run-ins with Khabib and, and people like that, McGregor and stuff. But um, he, some, someone said that it's for these guys, you know, they can hype it up, put a little bit, you know, on, on the socials, create a big buzz around it. 
you know, Dillian Dennis is an MMA fighter. He's not a boxer. He even admitted he didn't. He didn't even have a boxing camp. He were in a cocktail bar the night before the fight. He was. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Taking it. He gets. Taking it seriously. He get. He gets paid two million pound to to have the fight. He goes to the bookies. He puts half a million pound on him to lose on points. They stage the fight. They, they, you know, neither none of them want to knock each other out, and they're all fucking quids in. They bet on themselves because it's not a real fight. So who's who's gonna, you know, it's not like the WBC are gonna prevent you from yeah. betting on yourself because no one's sanctioning the fight. So, and and what, the what, case, what the, bookie is taking those that bet? <laughs> well, you'd think they wouldn't, but they will because a lot of people are gonna bet on it and lose the money. Yeah, so, you know the the case. I think apparently he just he was just walking around doing star jumps and then hugging Fury. Yeah, you know. So Drake, but, um, Drake lost. I mean. I, I think Drake, I, I'm not 100% sure like of all the internal politics around it, but I think Drake has got a, a vested interest in stake, which is uh, basically Logan Paul and KSI's or something along those lines. Is It's, it's their own betting platform. Uh, right. It'd it be basically betting crypto rather than actual cash. Uh, okay. But Drake bet uh, 1.8, sorry, no, 1.2 million Bitcoin. Uh, no, 1.2 million pounds worth of Bitcoin or dollars worth of Bitcoin. On uh, KSI, I think, and ended up losing it. So I can't, I can't. I, 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 maybe it was a marketing stunt. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got. Well, a, he, he's known to do this. He's known to do this on big fights all he, the time. But, and and he's got this thing. There's, there's, there's this Drake curse as well. Like when he when he's with a player on the day of like a big final, and then they always lose. He's he's, he's like he's like the Nico Rosberg. You know when he puts his selfie on before a race. Um, oh, have, yeah. you, have you seen that? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the same, it's the same, it's the same concept. But if we there is some ac actual boxing news. Um Eddie Hearn is keen to have the um Connor Ben Chris Eubank Jr. not uh, uh, can't say rematch because they never got around to it, but but fight on the Anthony Joshua undercard that they might be looking at getting done in December. So before Christmas we might have undercard fight. A good British fight, yeah. So fingers crossed. Rugby this weekend. It's been three of four quarterfinals so far. Um I'll start, I'll just, just rip the bandage off. Argentina beat Wales 29-17 as we, we we was out yesterday for it and a couple of sherbets too many, but um I've watched it back today and we we did what we, we've done for the last 18 months. We start slowly. We have a good 20 minutes. We finish poorly at the end of the first half, start the second half poorly, have a good 20 minutes in the middle and then finish poorly. And that's literally what cost us. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I feel a bit uneasy with one of the decisions that was given. Yeah, there's a couple uh, of penalty shouts or something, wasn't there? Or, or it was a, a red he, card shout. Yeah, for me, he, he, he don't get me wrong. There was some, there was some ambiguousness to it where Tompkins was falling, and he has the guy's gone into a, a rook, and he's he's. You can see he's aiming for man A, but he wasn't expecting man B to come round the side because he gets he gets taken down. So he's he's fell into this guy's path. I understand that that's a lot of mitigation, but he has shouldered him to the face. And so it should be, shoulder to the face should be red card. And then the mitigation of he was falling forward, that makes it a yellow. But I can't, I can't get my head round why then it's nothing. And 
that really, you know, that penalty, we were in the lead. They should have been down to 14 men, albeit a Simbin or a red card. And then today in the England game, England has scored the try. So, you know, the double jeopardy thing was in here. We've already scored the try, but in the build-up, there was a head-on-head contact. They Simbined him. So, you know, because he, he head on head contact. And again, Marcus Smith was sort of slipped and was falling into the player. Um, so to me, if that was the same as yesterday, it, we, we would have got the advantage, we'd have got the penalty, would have turned. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, but, but ultimately, um, what we should do is put ourselves in a position that if we do have a little bit of bad luck, we're fine off ahead, and we wasn't. So that's that. New Zealand beat Ireland, which is massive. Ireland's curse. Ireland have never made a semi-final, and this was their best chance of winning. I think that you know, ranked number one in the world, Johnny Sexton's final final tournament with Ireland, and and they went down twenty eight twenty four, which they took it tight. I thought I thought they could have done it, but but unfortunately, New Zealand, you know, it, it went, when when it matters, they they come good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be the All Blacks, and then. The result for me probably so far would be England Fiji 30 24. Um, I think England didn't make the best choices of the starting 15. I'd have had Ford instead of Farrell. I wouldn't have had Smith on the pitch against such a big team. But, the, you know, Farrell's kicked well. He's he's kept himself on the pitch, which for him is a big achievement. So <laughs> he, he, he loves a shoulder charge. He loves a bit of an iffy tackle. But, he, you know, he's. England lost to Fiji back in autumn. England, again, a bit like New Zealand, they come good when they need to come good. It's as simple as that. You know, you've got France, South Africa tonight. England play the winner of France, South Africa. I was going to ask you about that. Who, who's, who, who are you booking in the uh, the final semi final place? So you've got so you've got Argentina versus New Zealand. New Zealand is one semi final. Yep. You've got England versus the winner of France, South Africa. Um, who are you? Who are you picking? I'll be honest. Whoever comes through, that's winning the final. But um, I'm going to say France only because they are playing in France. Okay, home crowd, home crowd. Sorry. Yeah, and that and that's it. That that's literally it. If it was any. If it was being played anywhere else, I, I couldn't decide. But just because it's in France, it's that even. It's that, it's that you know, s- f- split down the middle. Who's going to win? Who's going to not? The only defining factor is home crowd. Yeah. So, England have just lost to Afghanistan in the fifty-over World Cup r- uh, cricket. Cricket, yep. Two losses out of three, losing to New Zealand um, in the first game. They. When they won it, so they, they, they won the tournament in 2019. And when they won, they had lost three games. So they, they can afford to lose another game without it becoming, you know, imperative to, to win. But they, they've got India, Pakistan, Australia and South Africa still to play. So, you know, you'd, you'd rather have lost to two of those teams and beat Afghan and New Zealand. So they've put themselves in a very tricky position. And then and they lost by 69 runs. Hats off to Afghanistan. I mean, it's their second win at a World Cup ever. And they've not sneaked it. You know, they've, they've really 
put England to the test there. So fair play to them. Yeah. Um, just on kind of not sporting, but kind of is sporting at the same time. Freddie Flintoff, obviously ex-England. Yes. Have you seen that it has been announced or, or, or kind of not announced, but kind of leaked maybe? That uh, back in December he had a car accident on yeah. while well, filming Top Gear. Um, I think he was driving a three wheeler convertible car thing. Uh, yeah. He ended up flipping the car and I think dragging his face along most of the runway, which is awful. And I obviously oh, wish yeah. the very best of recoveries. But um, he's agreed a compensation settlement because obviously yeah. it is through BBC Studios, which is different to the BBC. Um, right. not, not publicly funded. It's through his uh, private private equity, and the compensation payment is looking to be in the region of two years' earnings, which is roughly nine million pounds. I saw it was nine million. Is that what it is? Two years' earnings. Yeah, two years' earnings, nine million pounds. So obviously, oh. it's a it's a dreadful injury to uh, or injuries to sustain. Yeah, to sustain. And and to be honest, they've never come out and actually told us what's happened or or what injuries he has actually sustained. But, but he doesn't have to. No, either. No, no. And I think he will in his own time. And, and Fred's had a lot of battles, you know, when he had his bulimia battles. Yeah. Where, like, cause a bit of mental health. And I think he didn't leave his house for a very long time after this, I think, because of, you know, probably self-conscious of how he looked, which he does look, look awful is the wrong word, but, you know, it's not what he looked like. So yeah. you can see why. But, yeah, not nice. I've seen two. There's been two F1 pieces of uh, pieces of news this this week. Okay, um, I've missed both. The FIA chief wants more teams and less races. I'd love to know where he's going to lose those races because he's in bed with too many tracks to to drop. I can't see him dropping any of the Middle Eastern tracks, which aren't that entertaining. You know, he'll he'll probably drop a, an Austria or something that isn't financially massive but it's a very exciting race so yeah we'll uh we'll see on that one have and you heard, just before we move on have you heard about um andretti's bid i did yeah it's a bit accepted hasn't it it's been accepted well he, yes it's been accepted as a as a potential but we've got a lot of hoops now so they've got to andretti i mean andretti's massive american sports team if i'm right american yeah. racing team if i'm right yeah uh yeah they've basically got to now prove which they probably will um how that they are financially sound they are they can turn up to every race they can turn up to uh, every race and compete they're not going to be like a back marker and they're going to actually bring value to formula one not like mm. in the like the the late 80s where you'd have teams popping up and they would, would they would fold halfway through the season or they yeah. would, would they would just come in just been driving tractors yeah um, but no andretti look like they will probably confirm especially because F1 want to widen their um, American sort of fan base. My challenge is, do we want 11 teams or will we lose one and then gain Andretti? And the kind of kind of follow-up caveat to that is, where do Porsche fit into this? And where do... Um, oh, who else has joined in 2026? Audi. Audi, that's, that is the other one. Uh, where, where do Audi fit into this? Does that mean we're going to have... 12 teams or does that mean we're going to have we're going to lose three teams if Andre No, I don't, I don't think we'll lose. Apparently the um the garages you know there's this there's something like 15 16 garages so they haven't got to you know all the tracks have got enough garages there's no, nothing wrong with that. So 
Um, it just then purely falls down to how many teams they want. Yeah. So the FAA are reviewing Lewis's penalty in Qatar as well. Now, I, I've read it a couple of times because it doesn't really sort of say what they're looking at either way, but he, when he obviously had his incident, he then got out of the car and he walked across the track and then down the side of the track and apparently hadn't had um, permission from a marshal to do so, uh, which means that, and because he is an, what they class within the media part of Formula One, an icon, i.e. doesn't talk on track before, you know, like Vettel used to do and things yeah. like that, he, he should be subject to harsher penalties. So apparently he might be getting something more, whether it be places or points on his license or even, you know, cash, which doesn't matter. I mean, he got a 50 grand fine for Qatar and I, th- I think he just probably just got out the back of his, you know, from yeah. down the back of the sofa and gave it to them. The frustrating part about it, and I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on, but I've already got my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> if If Max Verstappen crashed out took all of his clothes off, lit himself on fire, and then run round the track 57 times to the finish line, he would be congratulated, not given a penalty. The amount of times he has impeded qualifying laps and the amount of times that he's he's kind of done things that Pierre Gasly, of all people, would definitely get hung on <laughs> and quartered for. And, and Ocon's and still the, getting the penalties FIA, for him now. Yeah, the, the FIA like a uh, 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 sat trembling in their office because Jos Verstappen's outside banging on the window. I'd like, to, I'd like to say you're being a bit facetious there, but I actually don't think you are. And I think you're, you are, you're absolutely <laughs> on, on the button. You know, I, I really think you are. He, he, he was the one before Qatar, wasn't it? And, his, his qualifying lap, I think it was Singapore or something. His qualify, his after his qualifying lap, he's impeded like four drivers, yeah. mm-hmm. and and just and and they've just gone. No, not seen anything wrong with that. He also, but, he but, also but Gasly, but he, he impeded Gasly, and Gasly did something off the back of it. I think he, he caused Gasly to go over track limits, and he got his time deleted because he got impeded. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he did. He, he was stationed at the at the entrance to the pit yeah. lane, wasn't he? And then uh, his his race engineer was like, "Is everything okay, Max? No, yeah, yeah. I've just checked. Everything's okay." Yeah, it's flying. It, it's bad. Um, Last one from me um, is Taylor Gooch, golfer, has won the sort of... He, he came runner-up in this weekend's uh, live tournament, which you know which will obviously carry a couple of million pound prize money, but he's also won like the final standings of the season. So a bit like uh, the race to Dubai. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and things like that. So he's 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 finished the season. Um, you know, the season for the live thing individually is over. Uh, there's a bit of a team one, I think, left, but this is the individual's over, and he's won the final prize pot. What do you think? Now, bear in mind they, they do get a few million for every win up until then, which he has won. He's won two or three this season. Um, but then the final thing, he's won the final standings. How much do you think the prize money is? Um. I think judging off the FedEx Cup was eighteen million this year, twenty-two million next yes. year. I think, I think you're probably talking in the region of twenty-five plus something like that. So, do you know? Do you know what? I didn't. I didn't think about it like that. 
I thought about it that they were throwing out so much money for every event mm. that they wouldn't have had a lot left at the end. But um, you've yeah, you've kind of maybe now played this down a little bit because it, it, it was it was fourteen point eight million. But that's you no. Know, but even so, like you don't get on the. I kind of. I am. I'm not playing it down a little bit. So yes, they. So on the PGA, you the, the prize money for an average PGA isn't that much. Whereas obviously no. on the live, you're getting you're getting money to turn up. You're getting well. Essentially, you are getting money to turn up because there's no cut. No cut. If yeah. hundred players on the live yeah. on a weekend. Um, if you come a hundredth, if you hit one ball and you decide to pack in, um, then you're still paid. Or yeah, you're still two, paid. Two hundred over, yeah, you're still paid. So even so, the 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 earnings on the live we know are significantly higher. But even so, fourteen million quid for it's essentially an end of year bonus. It's yeah, that's all it is. Um, yeah. Good luck to them. I mean, obscene amount of money. It is an obscene amount of money, but. The next time you fill your car up and you're paying one pound sixty one a litre, just just thank uh, thank the Saudis because they've bought pretty much they've bought every every a stake in every sport going at the moment. Yeah, I, I can't. Say, yeah, they they are definitely uh, they are running the lot now, aren't they? Mm. But fair play to them. I mean, I'd, no, I'd, 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 I mean, my baby's only nine, ten week old, but I would, I would like to go to like Saudi Arabia, Dubai, one time, I don't know, uh, one day. And I think it's the one, it's the one place that's never ever interested me. It's never interested me up until like recently, and I'll tell you the reason why. And it's obviously a little bit away from sport, but they've just seemed to have developed their kind of economy and developed their, 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 everything that they've done so well and so kind of for in like a non-communist communist way like there are poor people in dubai but they're a hell of a lot richer than i am yeah yeah i get that but it's it's all parative to to everything that goes on around there isn't it so yeah um that's you know effectively it it's not it's not a you know a, a because of anything, it's just parative to what's going on around there. That you mm. know, they probably are generally quite poor and don't go out and do all these meals. But yeah, that's, these meals are a grander time and stuff. Yeah. My only my yeah. only issue with kind of Saudis is is it all oh, no. I don't want to be making enemies with Saudis on a podcast, but <laughs> the 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 vanity that follows uh, an inclusion into sport. So, for example, um, with with. Um, Newcastle, it's become very hyped around the Saudi Arabia, and obviously yeah. Man City, they've just like spent so much money over the years, mm-hmm. and their financial fair play and stuff like that. Um, it, it follows the formula, what live yeah. exactly, and it's kind of the vanity project that comes along with it, kind of detracts from the sport as it was when it was founded, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and and you know, they they're not in it for the sport and, and like you said a couple of weeks ago around the Jordan Henderson team, you know, he's playing in front of nine hundred people now. That's that's not that's not for sporting reasons, it's for money reasons and that's yeah. what they've created around everything now, so we shall see. But fingers crossed you get out of there. I will catch you next week. See you soon. See you later. Bye.
Thank you for joining us on the Sportscast podcast. Join us again next week where we'll continue to review the weekend's football. You can get us on our socials on Instagram and X at Sportscast Pod UK. Look forward to seeing you.